You're listening to There She Grows, a podcast dedicated to helping you grow the life and business of your dreams with me, your host, Jessica Bledsoe. If you're ready to expand your mindset, scale your business, and finally create a life you love, you're in the right place. Now, let's get started. I remember a time really not that long ago where I really believed that in order to be successful, I had to be hustling 24-7. I used to wake up and start thinking about all the things that I needed to get done. If there was a spare moment in my evening, I had my laptop on my lap and I was working or attempting to work. And sometimes I would literally just sit at my desk until five o'clock because I felt like that's what I was supposed to do. Like even if I got my work done by three, I would sit there at my desk until five o'clock and Y'all, this makes sense if you're working for somebody else and you have to be in the office until five, but I have been my own boss for almost a decade at this point, and I would literally sit at my desk until five o'clock because I felt guilty if I wasn't working. Mind you, I probably wasn't working. I definitely wasn't working. I was just sitting there, most likely browsing Facebook because I felt like I couldn't let myself off work until it was five o'clock. That's just how my brain was wired, and... I felt like if I didn't do that, then I wasn't going to be successful. And sometimes I would sit there and I would start to brainstorm ways to to make more money or I would sit there looking at my bank account, worrying about how I was going to make payroll or how I was going to pay my bills. And really all that did was induce a panic spiral that it would take me forever to get out of. So what I really want to talk to you about on today's episode is how busy is not a badge of honor. The hustle culture is dead, y'all. Like, we do not have to work 40, 50, 60, 100 hours a week to be successful. We just don't. That's what we have been led to believe because the typical work week is 40 hours. And people will sometimes even, like, almost make fun of you if you only work 40 hours a week. Because, again, it's just been ingrained in us that to be successful, you have to hustle. And I have finally just completely given up that notion because one, I've seen it work. I don't work anywhere close to 40 hours a week anymore. And once I gave that up, I started enjoying my life and my business so, so, so much more. And I know that right now is probably even it's worse for many of you because you're thinking of ways to pivot your business because that's the big buzzword right now is pivot. And you're probably starting to feel that panic spiral if you haven't been able to pivot your business quickly or if maybe the pivot that you did isn't working out the way that that it was. And you're taking all this action because you feel like you need to be taking action, but it's probably not inspired action. And the difference between action and inspired action is that action is just doing for the sake of doing. And it's like throwing shit at the wall and hoping that it sticks, right? Like we've all heard that phrase before. Like you're just throwing it at the wall. You're hoping that something sticks. Inspired action, on the other hand, is when you have gotten really clear and intentional on what your goals are and the universe has sent you a nudge in the right direction. And now all you have to do is start moving in that direction. So if you're just out there taking action for the sake of taking action, this episode is so, so, so for you. I really want to make sure that you understand that you do not have to hustle 24-7 to be successful. Making money can be and should be easy and fun. So today on this episode of There She Grows, I'm going to share with you five tips that really 
help you get into alignment so that you can take inspired action instead of just regular action and can start letting down those walls that you've built up that have led you to believe that you have to work 100 hours a week to have a successful business to make a lot of money because it's just not true. So let's go ahead and dive into it. As always, thank you for listening. And I am super excited to share this with you today. This is something that, um, you know, has been really weighing on me too, because I've actually been, I haven't worked a full 40 hour work week in in quite a while, but I've actually been working way less than usual. And I mentioned this and, and I think it was last week's episode, um, and how to get more done in less time, because I find myself working less and less. And I started, you know, feeling those feelings of guilt creep in where it's like, oh, you know, you're not working as much, which means you're not doing, you know, you're not getting as much accomplished. And, you know, that's eventually going to compound on itself. And you're going to be 60 days out from now and wondering why you don't have the same cash flow that you usually do. And so I really had to retrain myself because I fell back into old habits of, um, you know, not working as much as I was, even though it was less than 40 hours. And so I really wanted to record today's episode, not just as an educational piece for you, but also as a reminder to me that busy is not a badge of honor. And something that I've really been trying to be conscious and aware of is when somebody asks like, oh, how are you? How's the business? How are things going? My default answer is always like, oh, everything's great. I've just been busy. And I'm really trying to cut out that busy word because it's honestly, it's not true. Like, I am busy, but I'm busy doing things that I love. And if it's not something that I love, then I don't do it. So I hate saying that word busy as as the as, as a badge of honor where people just think, oh, she must be so busy. She has so much going on. Yeah, that's true. But it's, you know, it's work that I've created for myself. And I feel like I'm taking that aligned action 90% of the time. And I don't want I don't want to be perceived as someone who just works. 24 seven. It may seem that way, but that's just not true. And so I'm trying to get myself out of that habit of just instinctively giving that answer of, you know, everything's great. I've just been super busy because honestly, that's, that's not really the truth. You know, that's just like my default answer. So how do we get out of that mindset of, you know, hustling 24 seven? And, you know, I got really into Gary V um, not too long ago and I really subscribed to his, you know, wake up before everyone else and go to bed after everyone else and be working the entire time. And, you know, like I was just like, yeah, like this is this is the key. Look how successful he is. And he is successful. And obviously that's working for him. But I'm just not somebody who can work that much and then also be a a contributing member to, you know, to my husband, to my friends, to everything else that I have going on in my life, because my business is not my life. It's just a component of that. So I just, you know, I realized pretty quickly that I wasn't able to, to do that, to work that way. Um, And so what I found is that you don't have to work that way. You really, the first step is just to get really clear on your goals. And I know that I probably sound like a broken record, you guys, because I think I probably say that in every episode, but if you don't know what you're doing, like you don't know what you're working towards, you don't know what your goal is, you don't know what your why is, then you're just out here doing for the sake of doing. And for the longest time, I thought my why was to just make more money. Like I just wanted to be wealthy. Like I just, I just wanted money because money was never something that I had growing up. And, you know, it just seemed like money would solve all of my problems. But once I really dug in and did that inner work, I realized that it, it wasn't the money that I was craving. It was the freedom that I was craving, the freedom 
you know, to be financially free, to be geographically free, to be able to just go out and live my life without having money be a deciding factor. So yeah, I need money to be able to do those things, but that's not the why behind why I'm doing what I'm doing. So you really need to get really clear on what your goals are. And if you haven't already downloaded it, I do have a free 16-page workbook that will walk you through step-by-step the exact process that I used to really clear up what it was I was striving for in my business and in my life. So it's broken into two sections, your business and your life, and it walks you through step-by-step how to get super clear on your goals because you have to be super clear, you guys. You You cannot skip this step. And if you think that you're super clear, do the exercise anyway because I do it every like three months. I really work my life in quarters and I like to sit down and just make sure that, you know, I'm still on the same page as I was three months ago because things change, especially right now. You know, I know that most of us did not foresee our lives looking the way that they do um, even just three months ago. Um, so, so really get clear on what your goals are. That's step one. Step two is to decide how much you want to work. And so part of the the workbook actually includes the question, you know, how much do you want to work? And some people really enjoy working. And I think that, you know, work is kind of a weird word because it's so encompassing of everything we do. Like I'm working pretty much all the time. You know, my brain is thinking about things and, you know, I'll just be meditating even and and I'll have, you know, just kind of downloads that will come to me about work. But I'm talking about the actual physical um working that you do as far as like sitting down at your desk and um, or meeting with people or whatever that physical activity is that's taking time away from doing something else. So for me, I really want to work 20 hours a week. Like that's my goal. Like I really only want to work 20 to 25 hours a week. And that's actually really difficult for me because I'm technically running um, two businesses at this moment. So I have my my day job, which is, you know, the, the startup that my husband and I own and are, are launching. And I'm really involved in that. And that takes up a lot of my time because we're just getting it off the ground. And then this is also a business. You know, I have my podcast I have my personal brand that I'm working on building. I'm doing some coaching and consulting with that. So sometimes a 20 to 25 hour work week just isn't feasible because I have more things that I want to do. That being said, however, once I start to see my week, you know, creeping up on that threshold where I'm like, well, girl, you're going to have to be working more than what you want to work. Then I really start to weigh those appointments. And first of all, is it something that I could maybe delay until next week? Does it have to be done this week? And also, is it something that I actually want slash need to do? There's so many opportunities that we have for, you know, networking and workshops and masterclasses. And, you know, I feel like we're just being inundated with information and and Zoom calls and webinars and all of this stuff right now. And, It seems like it's a great opportunity for education, and it is, but really decide if it's important and if it's going to contribute to you becoming the highest version of yourself or, you know, your business becoming the highest version of itself. And and I really like to ask myself those questions before I dedicate my time to it, because even if all you're doing is sitting there staring at a computer screen while someone else is talking at you, that's taking time out of your day. Um, So really decide how much time you want to work and what your priorities are when you're thinking about how you're going to be structuring that new work week where you're working less than you were before. So, you know, you're going to have to take inventory of how much time you're working now. So if you're not tracking your time in some way, I would really encourage you for the next you know week or two to really track um, every, I, I like to track mine in like 15 minute increments to really understand how I'm spending my time. 
And, um, you know, once you see, okay, I'm, I'm actually working more than I thought I was working because you're not accounting for those things that you do like after hours, uh, then you can really decide how much can I, can I cut this in half? Can I, you know, can I eliminate 20% be realistic and how much time you're going to be working. Uh, the third step is to create a plan for how much you can realistically get done in that amount of time. Okay. So that kind of goes back to tracking your time. What are those things that you're doing now? How much time are they taking? Is it something that you think you can reduce that amount of time? You can eliminate it altogether. You can outsource it to someone else um, or even to just someone else on your team. We have to be really realistic in, in our expectation because what you don't want to happen is to set this goal where you're only going to work, let's say, 20 hours a week, but it takes you 30 hours a week to accomplish everything that you need to accomplish to reach that goal. So you see how everything kind of works back to that goal. Um, that's why it's just really important that you get clear on that, but also on how much time it's going to take you to achieve that. So we have to know what we can realistically get done in that amount of time. So just to give you an example, um, like I said, I've been struggling with this a little bit myself and I was trying to create this balance between my startup and my personal brand. And I don't have a lot of time to dedicate to my personal brand just because I am so involved with the startup. So I had to get really clear on what my intention was. And so my intention for the next year is really to just grow my visibility and my audience. And so I'm okay. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And what does that mean I have to do? That means I have to show up consistently. So I have to be putting out these podcast episodes consistently every single week, which means that I need to record, edit, and publish at least four podcasts per month. I need to be showing up consistently on social media. So I have um, a social media um, like content plan that includes actual posts three to four times per week. And then I try to show up on my stories every single day. And then also creating um, and growing my email list. So those are kind of my top three priorities is my podcast, my social media, and my email list, because I feel like those are the things that are going to help me reach that goal of growing my audience, becoming more visible, becoming known in this kind of mindset and manifestation space as it pertains to both your life and your business. So that was my big goal really for the rest of this year. I thought, you know, I'm not trying to monetize this right away because I'm really just passionate about the messaging and sharing the message, not as much about making money. And I know that opportunities to make money will show up because I'm focused on what I'm passionate about. So when we create that plan with, you know, when we create a realistic plan of how much we can get done in, in that amount of time, then I know that, you know, I really only have about 10 hours a week that I can spend on my personal brand every other minute that I have has to be um, dedicated towards, you know, launching our startup. And that is actually what pays my bills. <laughs> um, so step number four is to allow yourself to have fun. So once you have, you've gotten clear on your goals, you've decided how much you want to work, you've created a plan for achieving your goals in that set amount of time, then you have to allow yourself to have fun with the time that's left over. Because if you are like me, and you're that person who sits at your desk until five o'clock because you just feel what you that's like what you're supposed to do, then that's not having fun. So once you've kind of decided how much you're going to work, if that includes more free time for yourself, then you have to start taking advantage of that free time. For me, I really like to use that extra time for self-care. Um, you know, back in, in the normal world, I would go get my hair done or I would get a manicure, or pedicure. I'd go have lunch with a friend in the middle of the day. 
I'd have pool days in the middle of the day if it was warm outside. Like, try to think about things that make you happy and make that extra time that you now have fun. Because what we want to do is create a way where we can really believe that making money can be easy and fun, which leads me to point number five, which is to use affirmations to reinforce your new beliefs. So your new belief is that you don't have to hustle. You don't have to constantly be working. Busy isn't a badge of honor. Making money can be fun and easy, and it doesn't have to take a lot of time. So use affirmations to reinforce that. So my my biggest affirmations are money comes to me easily and frequently. I have dream clients who value me and love paying me. And also making money is fun. And so I just, I actually, I've, I write my affirmations out a lot. I know a lot of people just repeat them and whatever works for you, obviously, but I actually like to write my affirmations until I feel like they're really embedded in me. So if you are creating your new affirmations for your new work week and you're trying to incorporate those, then I would, you know, take just two minutes out of your day and just write down those affirmations and really take that time to feel that and feel that, yes, making money is fun. Making money is easy. I have dream clients that value me and love paying me. Just take that time and you don't have to do it forever. You really just have to do it until you get to a point where you feel like you can say it over and over and believe it. At least that's how it works for me and my affirmations. So if you're taking the time to just reinforce this new belief of not having to work, you know, however many hours you're working, um, using those affirmations to just reinforce that message to yourself and embed it in your subconscious so that you believe it without fail. And one note I want to make about affirmations, and I'm, I'm hoping to have a podcast ep- episode dedicated to affirmations in the future. But one thing that really helps me with affirmations is I know that sometimes when we're saying our affirmations and let's say that your affirmation is making money is easy and you don't actually believe that it feels really hard to, um, you know, to say it and to believe it. And part of the affirmation is that you really have to feel it and believe it for it to work. So if you're struggling to say it and to feel it and believe it, one thing that's helped me is to say instead, I am choosing to believe that making money is easy. And so that kind of gives you a little leeway, right? Because you are, in fact, choosing to believe that or I am working on believing, you know, just giving yourself that that wiggle room there where you're not necessarily saying this is a fact. You're saying I'm working on believing that this is a fact. And that's something that helped for me, because certainly in the beginning, money was not fun. Money was not easy. I did not have all of the dream clients that valued me and loved paying me. So it was a little difficult and I certainly felt silly in the beginning saying them. But just that little shift and adding in those just couple little words there really helped me shape my affirmations and um, get me to a point where I really I really could believe and feel what I was what, what I was affirming. So I hope you'll join me in starting to believe that making money is easy, making money is fun, and that you do not have to work 100 hours a week to be successful or even 40 hours a week to be successful. I would love to hear how you spend your week, how you're going to start spending your week with this new mindset. So as always, feel free to slide into my DMs on Instagram at Jess Bledsoe. If you want to grab grab that free 16-page workbook on defining the life and business of your dreams that will help you get super clear on your goals, I'm going to link it in the show notes. And I will talk to you guys next week. As always, if you love this episode, I would love it if you would leave me a review or share it with a friend. Thanks for listening to There She Grows. 
For show notes, resources I talked about in this episode, or links to our free downloads, visit www.thereshegrowspodcast.com. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.